When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. It's uh, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. The big old story of the day, Brittany Griner. Uh, <laughs> released. From Russian custody in uh, exchange for Victor Boot, who is also known as the Merchant of Death, a global arms dealer uh, who has actively worked towards uh, the killing, the murder of Americans uh, in his professional life. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about this and get your thoughts. 210-599-5555, She's That's a dude, man. You think of Brittany Griner's? I mean, because she's 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 gay, right? She's married to a chick, and I'm all for same-sex marriage. I, I, you know, my dad's fine with me. My marriage is the only marriage I'm going to be concerned with, hopefully for the rest of my life. It'll take it'll occupy all of my time just figuring out my own freaking marriage. But she's a black lesbian, and uh, she's an Amazon. She's very tall, but she's a basketball player. Does she have an Adam? I'm just saying, I, I, is she a dude? <laughs> no. She's not a dude? No. She, she looks like a dude, man. She's an MVP. Most valuable player. Most vape pens. Most vape pens. <laughs> See how you're here's your, easier all week. Do you think she's a dude? Taking your call. Do you think Brittany Griner's a dude? Taking your call. I'm kidding. Not really. If you want to call up on that, it's fine. 210-599-5555. But let, let's just get some perspective here. First off, Mr. Boot, uh, merchant of death. He's my age. He's 55 years of age. Uh, he, uh, on the surface, he's a Russian businessman. He speaks six languages. He was picked up by our guys in the DEA in Thailand in 2008. Uh, he was working with the revolutionary uh, the revolutionary revolutionary armed forces of Colombia known back in the day as FARC who were the folks who were going after the drug cartels really just battling for power over the drug trade in Colombia at that time and uh, he's extradited to the US in 2010 Uh, according to Preet Bahara, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan at the time when Boot, when Boot was sentenced in New York, Victor Boot has been uh, his, his uh, international arms is it has been international arms trafficking enemy number one for many years, arming some of the most violent conflicts around the globe. Uh, he has bar- finally brought to justice in America for agreeing to provide a staggering number of military-grade weapons to an avowed terrorist organization committed to killing Americans, Al-Qaeda. Let's see. Uh, He's been at it, uh, apparently, since the 1990s. Supplying folks in Liberia, Sierra Leone, oh my God, Afghanistan, of course. His, uh, his activities in Liberia are what uh, got him on the American radar in the early double O's. He's, he's a bad guy. He's a, he's a very, very 
very bad guy, uh, former Soviet officer, uh, and uh, just saw the, I, I guess, the, at the collapse of the USSR, at the collapse of the Soviet Union, uh, he saw a vacuum that was going to appear in regards to how people get weapons around the world, and uh, and he jumped on that opportunity with his military knowledge, basically, and became an arms dealer. He now one. He's actually, uh, if you ever ever seen the movie Lord of War uh, with Nicolas Cage, it's loosely based on on Victor Boot, and it's actually a fairly. It's a really good movie, actually. It's one of the last really good movies <laughs> that Nicolas Cage did, if you want to see a, a decent movie with Nicolas Cage, Lord of War. In, in any event, Victor Boot is a bad guy. That's why he's called the Merchant of, of Death. Merchant of Death. He has, stole, he has sold weapons to people and stood with people who have and want to continue to kill Americans. Very bad guy. Paul Whelan uh, is uh, still in a Russian jail. Uh, Paul Whelan, uh, was, uh, detained in a Russian hotel, uh, let me see here, in, I believe, 2008, 2000, I'm sorry, 2018, December of 2018, picked him up on espionage charges, uh, with, uh, I, I, I'm, what I'm hearing and what I'm reading, very little evidence. Convicted in 2020 to 16 years in prison. Um, our own State Department, at the time, State Department Ned Price, St- uh, State Department spokesman Ned Price said on CNN, in 2020, the case of Paul Whelan is one we continue to work uh, work day in and day out. Paul Whelan is wrongfully detained in Russia. Wrongfully detained. Uh, so we, uh, our, our own state department admitted, uh, way back in the day that Paul Whelan, uh, is innocent of the, of the crimes he has been convicted of in Russia. Again, he's been the, he's been in custody since 2018. But what has Brittany Griner got that he ain't got? <laughs> Razzmatazz. All right. It's showbiz, baby. It's politics. It's woke. Brittany Griner is a black lesbian. You want to hate on me for this and call me up and tell me what a stinking horrible human being I am? You go right the hell ahead. 210-599-5555. Brittany Griner is a black lesbian. Paul Whelan is a white dude. And if it comes down to you or a black lesbian and you're a white dude, you're 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 going down and you're staying right the hell where you are. Uh Brittany Griner is a black uh is a black lesbian who's also married. And Biden made the announcement with it with his with her wife there. I don't know what her, what her damn pronouns are. Um, one thing that will be interesting, Brittany Griner famously uh, took a knee uh, during the Olympics. James, was that when they were playing in the Olympics, I believe? And uh, so she very obviously thinks this country is systemically racist, right, because that's what that means when you take a knee during the national anthem. You think if she's ever in that situation again, she'll do the same thing? Why would she want to come back here? We're, we're such a racist society. How's this making you feel in general? 210-599-5555. Here's Gene. Gene, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm, uh, this is it's Dean. I'm, in, uh, I'm up in Austin. Listen, no, I'm sorry. I, I listen to you. Uh, that's okay, man. That's okay. I love you guys' show. I was listening the last hour uh, when you were talking about the, the COVID vaccines and the uh, people, you know, dropping dead right. and stuff like that unexplainably. Right. Have you seen or heard of the uh, the documentary that just released uh, "Died Suddenly"? Uh, no, I haven't, but I'll check it out. Yeah, is that uh, like YouTube or something? The, uh, <clears throat> actually, it's on Netflix, and you can just Google it. I watched it a couple days ago. I think it just released a few weeks ago, but it's told uh, it's a bunch of embalmers 
that are that are, that are showing and telling what they're finding in these well, bodies. Well, Gene, so, I will check it out, but I want to kind of I don't we got other folks that want to talk about what we're what we're discussing right now. Let's go to David. David, how you doing? Man, the guy beat my thunder. I was calling to tell you the exact same thing. <laughs> suddenly, you guys have All right. that, and you're a hateful, homophobic. No, I'm just I know. I'm just. I, you thank you, man. I'll check out the documentary. Is there anybody who wants to talk about the bit Brittany Griner thing? Let's try one more here. Lisa, how you doing? Lisa, Hello. hey, how you doing? Yes. Good, and you? Great. What are you thinking? I'm thinking if you're not black, lesbian, Hispanic, lesbian, or transgender, then you're the wrong person. Yeah, I, I totally think politics got her out a lot. And I you know, honestly, exactly. politics over over uh, you know length of time and spent in a Russian gulag. Exactly, exactly. Right. That's I, exactly why she got out. Yep, I agree. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And look, um, was she there on a, a you know because of a sentence that was pretty damn extreme for some uh, for some hash uh, vape cartridges? Yeah. But you know what? You know what? At the time, the Ukraine war was just kicking off. She gave him an opportunity to clutch her, to grab her. You know, gave gave him a reason. Do I think her sentence was extreme and over the top? Yes. Do I think they gave her that sentence with the knowledge that at some point they were going to trade her ass out for somebody else like Victor Boot? Yes, I do. In other words, this whole thing is a dog and pony show, but not for Paul Whelan. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Right, we got full lines. We'll go to your calls when we get back. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. Talking about Brittany Griner being uh, swapped out for Victor Boot, the Merchant of Death, and uh, getting your thoughts on that. Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, it, it's a shame. It just goes to show, you know, Joe Biden just the other day, he said that um, that the border doesn't matter. And like I said, we, we got uh, over 20,000, 30,000 people that's trying to arrive in the U.S. every week. Mm. But this guy here, he's not concerned about that. If people coming into the country illegally might have a disease, you know, COVID virus, anything else. He's worried about a, a drug addict, you know, a, a wannabe man as far as I'm concerned. And that's 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 the top priority for uh, Joe Biden bringing a drug, being a uh, bring, bringing a drug addict back home. And that's a shame that we that's a shame that we that that guy calls himself a president. And I thank you for taking my call today. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Well, you know, I mean, she. I mean, she did break the law. I mean, we know that. I mean, you know, we're going into Russia. She probably should have been a little. I, I just kind of I'm starting to think this whole thing was baked into the cake from from the from day one, man. This this. You know, I mean, it, it, this was at the beginning of the uh, Ukrainian war, right? So I remember I was in the hospital when, I, when this was going on. I remember watching it on TV. And they grabbed somebody's high profile like her. Okay, she's got a, what, a couple of vapes with her. Uh, hash, I guess it was hash vape. It was the good stuff. It was it was a little better than like with normal. <laughs> and she played professionally in Russia for many years, so they already knew who she was. They knew who she was. They grabbed her. It's very high profile. Uh, they they give her a pretty extreme sentence, you know, for something like that. Even in Russia, I mean, they went they went total midnight express on her, <laughs> basically. And and I think it's because they knew at some point down the road uh, they could uh, get this boot guy out using her. They sure as hell weren't going to get boot out with Whelan. Works for Biden because again, and I and I look and don't get me wrong. Before I go back to the phones, don't get me. I'm 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 happy she's out of a Russian jail. It's not. I'm not saying she should rot in a Russian jail. That's not what I'm going for here at all. I'm going for the cynicism that is now fairly natural to me in regards to this administration and 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 things of this nature and saying that this uh, she checks off a lot of boxes the optics are great on this 
Yeah. We're not talking about the border today. We're not talking about Twitter today. We're not talking about Hunter today. We're not talking about shady business deals with the Bidens today. We're talking about how freaking great Joe Biden is because he got she got this black lesbian out of a jail cell in uh, in Russia. And I love I love the tweet, man. The tweet is just so precious. And even he, he actually repeated the tweet in his, his statements. She is safe. She is on a plane. She is on her way home. Like no offense, I I wasn't losing any sleep over over Brittany Griner. I, you know what I mean? Like I, it's it implies this idea that we're all just hanging on the edge of our seats, waiting for this chick to get on get you know get rescued out of Russia. Okay, if, if this boot guy was so valuable to the Ruskies, why didn't he why didn't he argue for Griner and uh, Wayland? Why didn't he do that? I mean, the guy's a pretty high-level dude. Why didn't you, why didn't you get both of them out? Because he's a white guy and she's a black lesbian. Again, she checks off all the boxes. Just being cynical here. There's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Hey, Sean. I don't know if you remember a man that worked for Ronald Reagan named James Watt. Yes, of course. James Watt had some kind of a commission that he had to fill. And he said, well, you know, now I need to find as a disabled, lesbian, Hispanic person with, you know, this or that disease. So, in other words, he goes, if you do that, you check all the boxes. Yeah. And you're right. This, we're so obsessed with the identity and the labels and stuff like that. I, I think what we should have done was uh, agreed to, to take Griner back, but instead give them this uh, dress-wearing lipstick guy at the Department of Energy with saved head. <laughs> And and say, hey, tit for tat, you guys get this person, we'll take her back. The NBA. If only could just trade people you don't like, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll give you the bald tranny out of the (laughs) out of our nuke program. The the purse stealing guy. He stole the purse, so he needs to go to a Russian jail. Right. There. Excellent idea, man. I appreciate the call. Okay. Well, you give us Brittany and Paul Weiland. We'll give you Alec Baldwin. Okay. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's try. Mark, Mark, how you doing? Hey, Sean, I'm good. Hey, man, I, I, on the other hand, I think that she should have stayed in prison over there and then she should have rotted there. But but what, I'm wanna, <laughs> what I want to tell you is that, you know, the whole time that uh, President Trump, you know, was our president, you know, the media and everything, they would say, well, you know, he's there. You know, Vladimir Putin's got him on a leash. No. But, you know. Quite the opposite. In reality, it's, he's, it's quite the opposite, exactly. So, but, but another thing, too, is, you know, Biden comes out and says, oh, well, she's everything good. Uh, she represents everything good that's in this country. That's a bunch of BS. That's she took BS. a knee for the national the anthem. She, she represents the BLM arm of the country. She represents the, the Marxism side of this country and all, the, and all that. You know, I'm just really upset, man. I, I, I got it, man. I appreciate the call. You know, I want to see. I want to see Brittany Griner make a statement now, saying, "You know, wow, it's so great to be home again." And I really just, you know, I, I didn't understand, you know, just how good I had it living in America until I was in a Russian jail. Uh, I'll never take a knee for the national anthem again. God bless America. You know, do you think that's going to happen? Do you think that's going to happen? No. Hell, in fact, hell no. That ain't going to happen. Oh, and apparently the New York Times, what, they're they're got a union thing going on, James? Yes, they have taken a stand, very powerful and strong, Sean. It's a one-day strike. A one-day strike. So we're about to experience a day without the New York Times. The longest lunch break ever. <laughs> they're all doing Manhattans in the uh, in the lounge downstairs. I, you know, I... I, I okay. Okay. Uh, and the don't, time, think, don't think we'll miss you. Right? And the Times will be using international correspondence to fill in the gaps. Oh, good, because I was worried about that. I was worried about the gap <laughs> in information if the New York Times takes a day. that That's like when uh, when some hippie idiot goes on a hunger strike. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. Uh, and didn't Trey say that there's a new thing? Since the Roe v. Wade thing came out, that like liberal men are getting vasectomies as an act of love. Do they not realize what a freaking joke that is to the rest of us? 
And like, most, okay. And most hippies are already skinny <laughs> when they strike. <laughs> oh, and the health flow. That, right, right. All you eat is kale. <laughs> what are you giving up? Uh- and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Are ye? couple more quick calls on the uh, Brittany Greer, uh, Victor Boot swap. Um, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Uh, with regards to this dope-smoking basketball player, <laughs> we, we, we've learned a few things. We, we, we've learned that Putin plays the Democrats like puppets on a string. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we've learned that, that, uh, that the WNBA does not have a zero tolerance drug policy because she'll be back on the court. They won't even tell right, you. They'll just right. throw her back out there because, like he said, she checked all the boxes. Well, she's going to be a star now, whether she can play yeah. good basketball or not. <laughs> the, 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 but the but the worst thing about all, and I, you know, I can't help. I don't have anything against anybody smoking any dope or anything. I mean, this is a free <laughs> country. You know that pest now distribution. That's a whole other thing. But we're, you know, the whole pesky pursuit of happiness thing and all. I, I, I don't care. I don't think anybody should be in prison anywhere in the world for for smoking a little dope or doing any drugs. Distribution, that's a whole other thing. Uh, uh, but we, we, we you know, the, the the worst thing about this whole thing is that we're going to have to put up with about a month now. Oh God! We're yeah. doing the talk show circuit uh. where she's going to talk about how horrible this country is how great Biden is, mm. and nobody is going to ask her, nobody will ask her if she's a, a dope-smoking dope uh, drug. Well, no one's going to ask her, no one's going to ask her in this, pre- with our with our press, have your feelings changed about your country since you took a knee uh, for the national anthem? Or do you have any different thoughts now that you have spent time in a Russian uh, prison uh, about your country? That is what I want to hear, and it's not. And I appreciate the call, Steve. No one's going to ask her that question. They're going to, you know, what they're going to ask her. So, what was the first thing you got to eat when you got home? <laughs> What's the first thing you did when you got home with your wife? Maybe we. I don't want to know what the first thing she does with her wife. When she, did I just say that, or did you say that, James? Eh, maybe I don't want to know. Here's Esteban. Esteban, what's going on with you, man? So less than 12 hours after Biden gives a speech saying, calling for the ban of so-called assault weapons, we released a merchant of death <laughs> to release Richard Biden. That's it's a great a point. What a farce. I appreciate the call. So, yeah, that's a great point. Point Esteban. Point drop the mic there, Esteban. So after talking about too many bullets in a cartridge... And how we got to ban all semi-automatic weapons, ARs. He lets a guy out of jail who will be selling as much around the world at top dollar, man. Brilliant. Welcome to America in 2022. Oh, and Jennifer Lawrence uh, said that uh, while she was doing the Hunger Games and Oddly, we were watching the Hunger Hunger Games with my mom last night. It was in the final stages of dementia, and I, I think she was the only person in the room who actually understood what was going on in the movie. I'm kidding. Like the younger people, love, my daughter loves that movie. Both, you know, I thought those movies were depressing as hell. But you know, Jennifer Lawrence uh, was interviewed by, by Variety, and she said, I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. She was the first one. Did you know that? Jennifer Lawrence was the first actress to be put in a, to, first woman to be put in the lead of an action movie. Unless you're considering Sigourney Weaver. Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, Michelle Yao and a whole bunch of movies, Angelina Jolie and the Tomb Raider movies. Uh, did I mention Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, you can go back in time. Pam Greer uh, was the lead in a lot of uh, badass, uh, ultra-violent uh, action flicks, including a Tarantino movie. Hell, you can go all the way back to Barbarella if you want. 
the little Jennifer Lawrence was the first one. Oh, look, they're talking about it on, on Fox, even as I, they must have read my mind. Isn't it interesting when really young people just, you know, screw up like that? And they, Young people are so overrated, James. They're just so overrated. They really are. They don't study. They don't. I mean, it's obvious you're not the first one, Jennifer, yes. by like 30 years or 40 <laughs> years, Jennifer. <laughs> you're a little out of touch there, sweetheart. Get out of Burbank every now and again. 210-599-5585. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM uh, 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Just take a call. Here's Al. Al, how you doing? Al. Yes. Hey, what's going on, man? Well, you kind of take um, personal stuff. Get, do what? Do you take personal stuff also? What do you mean? Well, um, uh, CPS Energy will not turn my electricity on. I'm a disabled vet, and I'm also um, assigned the Federal Employee Compensation Act, which is a federal workman's comp. And the CBS shuts your, your power off? Yes, and I'm also... But why Why did they on, do that? Well, it's a, it's a kind of a long story, but five years ago, they, they told Dude, I, me in the... I, I really actually can't do this on the air, okay? I'm, I'm so sorry, man. I wish you luck in the future, but it's it's... You know, uh, there, first off, there's not going to be anything I can do for you uh, in that regard. And secondly, I, I, I just don't have the space in the, in, on, on the air right now. Send me a message, I, Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com, and uh, explain the situation. And if there's something I can do with it on the air, I will. Uh, also, I want to thank everybody who's hitting the podcast. I just uh, uh, posted this on the uh, on my Facebook page. That I know when I'm on the air, a lot of folks, uh, you know, are, are are either at work or whatever. But if you you want to catch up on the Sean Show, uh, the podcast is a great way to do it. James puts that online every day, and uh, we're seeing a lot of action there. So spread the love, man. KTSA.com. Man, that's got to be a dude. I'm so sorry to keep going back to the Brittany Griner thing, but that's got to be a dude. Now, I know this is uh, a lot of people out there are going to hate my guts for this and saying that I'm transphobic or whatever, but I'm not. I, I've known a few black lesbians over the years. I was looking for the Adam's apple. I'm so sorry. I'm just saying that's. She looks like a dude, man. And I'm all right with that. And I'm, look, I'm not anti Brittany Griner being out of. Russian prison. Don't get me wrong. But this whole thing was for optics, man. This whole thing was for optics. They the Russian the Ruskies knew who she was. Uh she you know, she was a known quantity. They grabbed her because she was high profile. And they knew down the line they'd be able to negotiate her uh for this boot guy specifically, I think. But if you really wanted to be a big man, Joe Biden, you would have you would have uh, uh, pressured the Ruskies for Brittany and for Paul Wheeland. And I'm sorry, I've been pronouncing his name Wayland, Paul Wheeland, who's been uh, in Russian custody since 2018 on charges that our own State Department back then said were false. But you know what? He ain't a nine foot tall black lesbian, is he? He ain't a nine foot tall black lesbian. Who's married? <laughs> you know, we got this whole protection of marriage crap going on legislatively. I mean, this this whole Brittany Griner thing. And again, it's not because I wanted to rot in jail. I don't give a no. I wasn't sitting up at night worrying about her, to be honest with you. But how many Americans are going to die because Victor Boot's going to be back uh, back in operation? You think that guy's going to be locked up in Russia? Why do you think they wanted him? 
Victor Boot will be back in business within the end of, by the end of the week. And I wonder how many black lesbians around the world his stuff's going to kill. You know, I mean, it's, it's we live in such upside-down times now, man. It makes my freaking head spin. Here's Daniel. Daniel, you got to be quick. What's on your brain? Hey, what's up? Um, I think it's a good idea that we got her back. Why is that? Because now he can get more missiles for Putin in this war. Oh, from Victor Boot. Yeah, I don't think he sells to us. <laughs> I think the merchant of death, uh, 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 you know, sells against us. I think that's kind of how he works. Lord of War actually is a very good movie. Uh, if you want to see a movie where Nicolas Cage does this acting thing that he used to do, uh, Lord of War is a good flick to check out. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Hour number two, uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. And uh, I want to take a little bit of a break uh, from the uh, from the uh, Brittany Griner uh, story. Uh, well, uh, your calls are, are welcome if you have any lingering reactions. I know Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins will be hitting this pretty hard as well at 210-599-5555. Bad deal. One uh, pot-smoking uh, basketball player for the Merchant of Death. Got to sneeze. Did I get any on you? Um, <laughs> but there, there's another story that's uh, that, I've been, that I really want to hit because I I think it kind of uh, is a story that shows us precisely where we are and and why we are, in a sense, at a at a serious crossroads here in America. As far as what we're going to be and uh, what we could be, what we want to be, what we want to remain, you know, we're we're there. On so many different levels, um, I don't know how much of a Kurt Cameron, uh, Kurt Cameron fan you are. Uh, he's a former, used to be on some sitcom I can't remember a uh, hundred years ago, uh, but now he's a he's a big Christian guy. You see him on Trinity uh, all the time, uh, and uh, he's got his own show I think on TBN or Daystar, one of them. Pretty much been shunned by Hollywood because of this stuff. And, and I, I respect him. I have a great deal of respect for Kirk Cameron. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of his movies, to be honest with you. Uh, but I, uh, I have a lot of respect for him in being a Hollywood guy who has devoted his life, his public life, to his faith. And okay, here's where we are. He, he writes a kid's book. He writes a kid's book. And uh, his book is called As We Grow. And yes, he's a faith-based guy, so it's a faith-based book about his Christian faith. And uh, he, his research team uh, started looking at libraries, public libraries, because what he wanted to do was to have a story hour where he comes out to your library and and reads the book to uh, little kids in a library, which I think would be very very cool, right? Uh, he's been rejected so far by fifty public libraries. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, among those libraries that rejected Kirk Cameron's invitation to come on out and read his book was a Rochambeau public library in Providence, Rhode Island, uh, who currently hosts a recurring program in their library where gay people come out uh, and, and, uh, and, and interact and read books with, uh, for uh, 12-year-olds. It's called Queer Umbrella. <laughs> Queer umbrella just sounds a little crazy, doesn't it? Like, it's it's raining gay people. I need a queer umbrella. Uh, and the, uh, the, the I guess, the, you know, the, the queer umbrella provides a club and safe space where teens can learn, discuss, and connect over queer history, art, community resources, and, and queer more. Uh, 
more queer stuff. Representative from that public school uh, or public library told Cameron's people they have no interest in hosting his events. No, we will pass on having you run a program in our space. We are a very queer, friendly library. (laughs) Remember when you couldn't use that word? Our messaging does not align. You could fill out the form to reserve space to run the program in our space, but we, we won't run your program. City Heights, Weingart Branch Library in San Diego. I don't think that's something we would do, uh, they told Cameron's people. Because of how diverse our community is, I don't know how many people you would get. Uh, no, we also uh, were talking recently about an elementary school. I, I can't remember where, in, in the Northeast somewhere, I believe, uh, that is now going to have a Satan club uh, for elementary school kids. Because you can't let any, you can't keep anybody out unless you're Kirk Cameron. They can keep your ass out all they want. So, as Ted Starnes, uh, Todd Starnes points out, 50 taxpayer-funded libraries reject a story time for a faith-based books for kids written by Kirk Cameron. Those same libraries host queer story time hours. Gays are welcome, but God is not. You know, that's we're just in this really kind of upside down place in America, aren't we? You know, I mean, the the first off, the the tranny queer thing in the schools is is sick, and the the transgender stuff being forced on the kids is even sicker. Leave the kids alone. Come on, man. I need my queer umbrella. You need a pretty big umbrella, too, judging by the size of Brittany Griner. If Brittany Griner from front were falling from the sky, you need a big-ass queer umbrella, wouldn't you? Queer umbrella. <laughs> I just, you know, I it, it, I have a really cush job. I, I am so thankful for my gig and, and for the, the ability to make my living uh, sitting on my ass and running my mouth about stuff. All right. I don't work hard. I don't have to lift heavy stuff. <laughs> the heaviest thing I got to lift is my own ass out of bed, you know, at 5, 5.15 in the morning. It's really a great thing to make your living just being you. I mean, that's really kind of what my, what my job is. My job is just to show up every day and be me and voice my opinions about stuff. But having your noggin in the news every single day, at this particular moment, there have been times, I mean, I've been doing talk radio now for know, 33 years, maybe about 25, 25 years of the 33 years. But, you know, even in my music work, music radio work and morning show stuff before, I, I always kind of talked about world events and news and stuff. And I think back over the years to where the moments would occur where you're like, I never thought I'd see this in America. This is crazy. The bombing of the Federal Building, the Murrah Building, way back in the day. Uh, you know, uh, oh, um, oh, the religious guy and the the compound, uh, David Koresh. Thought that was you know huge. Nine Eleven came along, and I thought, man, I ain't never gonna see. A moment in America like this, and and certainly uh, on that scale, no. But especially September 11th, I'm like, you know what? America's never going to be this. I'm never going to see it. the The old America I knew has just gone away. We're a whole new country now. And I, I'm making those observations in 2001 with the idea that I'm never going to see anything weirder and, and crazier and more tragic than this. And here we are. And here we are. And this is the reason this is such a a big history moment, as I like to call it. This is big history we're in right now. Is that you are really seeing a concerted effort by a relatively small group of people in this country to, frankly, destroy this country from within. 
That's that's what all this stuff is. About. You, you know what? The, 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 and I, I'm, this is my new messaging point that I like to bring up a lot. The, the folks who can't shut up about transgenders uh, and 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 pronouns and uh, you know got to have this stuff in the military and we got to have this stuff in the schools. I want you to understand something. That small, relatively small group of very wealthy and very powerful people don't give a crap about you. And they'll dump the transgendered community as soon as they have to. Just like, just like they'll dump anybody as soon as they are don't need them anymore because you are also being used. This isn't about normalizing queer lifestyles and non-binary stuff to kids, although I'm sure there's lots of pedophiles involved in this movement that are fine with it. This is really about breaking down, with each successive generation, the ability to question the state. This is normalizing queer stuff, sure, and transgendered stuff, yeah. But those are really side benefits to what they're actually trying to accomplish, which is a normalization of you accepting every freaking thing you are told by the state. Whether in your own mind you know it's bullcrap or not. Because we've always been at war with East Asia. That's really what's at play here. And if there's any transgendered people listening right now, again, if you think this is really about you, you're out of your mind. You are being used just like these kids are being used, just like everybody else is being used. I don't care who you vote for. Because they're tearing the whole freaking thing down piece by piece, layer by layer, level by level, institution by institution. The schools, the breakdown of the relationship of the kids with their families, got to break down the family, the institution of the family. Certainly religion's got to be torn apart. Can't have another God other than the state. Trey says that all the time. Uh, you know, love of this country is now dangerous and a threat to democracy. If you love America and want to see America do better, you're a domestic threat. It's misogynist. It's racist. It's colonial. Meanwhile, in the schools, we're not teaching them the English language anymore because that's racist. Math is racist. We need several consecutive generations of non-critically thinking, non-questioning morons to make this whole project uh, take place. And that's what they're about. And that's what's at play here. And that's why the last person they want is freaking Kirk Cameron reading a Jesus book in the libraries. Okay? We need divine wannabes swinging around stripper poles in the in the uh, in the in the public li- in the kids' libraries in school. We need queer stuff. We need transgender stuff. Because ultimately, uh, we don't want these kids thinking about Jesus or God or mom or dad or even America. We want them thinking we've always been at war with East Asia. We want them thinking two plus two equals seven or nine whatever we need it to add up to on any given day. Also, we want you broke as snot, and we want violence in the streets so we can you know, start welding you into your apartments at some point. That's really what's going on here. We're really, 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 really there at that moment, at that crossroads, at that fork in the road. And it's creepy as hell, man. Capital hell. Uh, capital H on the hill. 210-599-5555. I got to take a break. Uh, Don, we'll come back to you as soon as we get back from the break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. We're going to talk to Don real quick. Then we'll uh, talk about the latest uh, on uh, or having to do with uh, Alexandria Orifice Cortez. And uh, she is uh, uh, being investigated by the Office of Congressional Ethics on a certain complaint. We're not sure what the complaint was, but this isn't the first time she's come into uh, ethical issues. And we'll discuss that. But first, Don, Don, how you doing? I'm doing fine. And you, Sean? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? 
Well, first of all, I want to thank you for your latest comments. They were right online and should be broadcast all over this nation. Thank you. I appreciate that. And my comment is this. I was raised an Army brat. I joined the Army in 1966 and served until 1969. Mm. I was proud of this country. I was proud to wear the uniform. But over the years, my pride has diminished, and now I'm ashamed mm. to say I'm an American, and I'm disgusted with this country. Mm. Is there one issue in particular that bothers you the most? Or is the it just all of it? It's all of it together yeah. in the last 10 years or so. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, everything seems upside down. You know, what used to be good is now bad. What used to be bad or negative is, is now so celebrated. Um, we're decimating the military on so many different levels, whether it's the politics, as you, I'm sure you've heard about, uh, or it's purely financially, or it's the VAC stuff. I mean, it's it's just it's a mess. And uh, I, I'm sure for someone who, who served as you as you did, this must be a hard moment to watch all this stuff. Uh, no, We have no border. The southern border is gone. Uh, we're going to start taking in about a million people every couple of months uh, once 42 goes away. I, I'm sure you are disgusted. Yes, I am, Sean. Mm. Well, the only thing I'm glad about is I'm 80 years old, and I won't be alive long enough to see the total downfall. Wow. Well, maybe we can pull it out in the end. Maybe it won't go that way. But I, I thank you so much for your call, and thank you so much for your service. Take care. All right, you too. You know, and I, I've actually had that conversation with myself, where I go, self. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, again, yeah, things are just so freaking upside down right now in this country, and we really, truly are at a crossroads. And you know what? A lot of it's up to you, young people. And you know what? You're not freaking paying attention. I'm 50 freaking five years of age. I'm like him. I'm not 80, but I'm not going to have to live in this. I'm not going to have to spend the bulk of my stinking life in however this shakes out. Personally, I think it's going to take not only a political renaissance and a cultural renaissance, but mostly a spiritual renaissance. But and then we'll talk about Alexandria. We'll get back after the break here because now I'm I want to kind of riff on this just for a moment. You young people, okay, this is the world you are going to have to live in. However, this shakes out is the world you are going to raise your kids in. This is the world you are going to be a senior citizen in someday. This is the world you are going to have to live in through your middle age and your 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 prominent pro, you know your productive years or whatever you want to call it. If you even care about productive years, and I'm not dissing all young people. I'm just saying that very soon the ball is in your court. And if if you are uh, of the mindset that a lot of young people are, that, you know what, certain opinions really just shouldn't be heard, and this free speech stuff is stupid, and people are just hateful and mean, okay? At some point, someone's going to shut your ass down, too, because they don't like what you have to say. Uh, if, if you, it really is going to come down to whether you want to spend your life in enslavement and in, in oppression, or if you want to spend your life in freedom and liberty, because yeah, guys like me will be long gone. <laughs> okay. You got to live in the world you burn. You got to live in the ashes of it. And that's what I think about most. I think about young people. Especially young people who are just not engaged and they just don't give a crap. And they're watching stinking TikTok videos and playing video games more than really seriously paying attention to what the hell's going on right now. Because I'm sorry, a lot of young people just don't take it seriously. And by the time they do start taking it seriously, it'll be <laughs> too late. So young people need to wake up, man. You need to wake the blank up and start paying attention to what's going on around you. Start. Re- I, I know you're not being encouraged to do this, but start reading. Start reading some freaking history instead of having people dictate it to you. 
You know, because again, yeah, when you're at my stage in life, and I'm not, I don't feel I'm old, but I'm not young anymore. <laughs> I sure as hell ain't that. Well, you know, I got 20 good years ahead of me if I'm healthy. But I ain't gonna be, I, I, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be 40 in this world you're building. I'm not gonna be, even be 30 in this world you're building. You guys are the ones who are gonna have to live in this crap. And it is a bunch of crap. And we are at a precipice. We are at a crossroads where if we continue down this path, the country, at least that I grew up in, and the gentleman there who served in the military in the 60s fought for and probably almost died for is going bye-bye very, very freaking quickly. And, a, and at least one cha- one reason why that is is because you can't stop playing them damn video games and making them TikTok videos. Sorry to be a jerk. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. No, I'm not actually. I'm I'm actually digging being a jerk right now. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, man, Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero one zero seven one. I'm Sean. I'll be in for my man Trey tomorrow. Uh, he's taking the day off, so I'll be uh, in at five a.m. for the five fifty KTSA morning news. Because tomorrow we play more Sean than any other station in town. So, <laughs> I'll see you at 5 a.m. Speaking of stupid young people, uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Alexandria Orifice-Cortez, as I call her, uh, is being investigated by the Office of Congressional Ethics. There's a complaint against her, but as the acting chair, Susan Wilde, out of Pennsylvania, who's a demo crap, uh, and ranking member Michael Guest, who is a Republican out of Mississippi, uh, said, disclosure of the investigation, quote, does not itself itself indicate that any violation has occurred or reflect any judgment on behalf of the committee, but they are looking into her because of a complaint. Um, We know that she's been in the crosshairs uh, since last year when she went to the Met Gala. Remember that with her stupid tax the rich gown? And she had a black chick like carrying her, her, uh, her, her trail for her. And uh, U.S. congressmen, you know, are prohibited fr- from receiving like free tickets to stuff. And the the tickets to get into the Met Gala are thirty thousand, at least thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars to get into that gig. So it, it it always was kind of funny that she's wearing a tax the rich gown and she's surrounded by freaking rich people and she's one of them. And was it what was that issue again? Is that uh, you know you you you're you're not allowed to take free tickets to charity events directly or or from uh, private folks. Now, if the event organizers want to give you access to a charity event, that's one thing. But what they're saying is, when it comes to AOC. She got tickets from a table sponsor for her and her boyfriend, and that's a bozo no-no. That's according to the National Legal and Policy Center. Um, because at that point, it becomes uh, influence is really the difference. Okay, If you're going to a charity event that's not meant to make any money, and we want to you know, raise money for poor kids or something, and the event itself says, you know, Congressman, uh, Cortez, we'd like you to be there. That's one thing. But if a sponsor, like a company or whatever, no, that's different because that's currying influence. Now, I don't know if the current investigation is is about that or is about something else. But I'm bringing up Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she is an idiot. Uh, she is really much more concerned about her TikTok videos and her Twitter videos than she is, and Elon Musk for that matter, than she is about doing her freaking job as a legislator. 
Um, she's a fame hog, and she's not very deep. You, you remember, this is a chick who didn't know what a garbage disposal was until a couple of years ago. It's amazing she still has both her hands. She's, and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And this is, this should, if you're my age or if you're in your 40s or 50s, this should send a shiver down your spine. Baby, at some point, they're all going to be AOC. All of them. And I'm talking intellectual depth. I'm talking, you know, she's a dumbass. She's a true moron. And at some, some point, we'll have an AOC president, president. Okay, at some point we'll have a Congress and a Senate that is completely populated by people uh, who are just as stupid as AOC. And and that's what I'm trying to impart to you, okay? At some point, the people who are really running the country, you won't ever see. But these morons are going to be freaking everywhere. How do you feel about that? Here's Chris. Chris, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, Sean. Appreciate you out here spewing truth. I just got a question about the 2022 U.S. quarter. Why is Wilma Mankiller on the back of our 2022 U.S. quarter? Who is this now? Uh, Wilma Mankiller is on the back of our 2022 U.S. quarter. And I just noticed this the other day. I know a substantial amount of thought. Wilma Mankiller. Yeah, look it up. Seriously, a heart attack. All right. Uh, you just kind of hit me from left field. I was I was talking about AOC. Yeah, I know. I, I, I heard the coin thing earlier on your last deal, but Wilma Mankiller is on the back of our quarter. The new quarters, you mean? Yes, sir. Wilma Mankiller. Native American. Oh, oh, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah. But it's just. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. I had been paying. So you're right. So they're putting a a Native American on the back of the quarter. It's just a man killer part. (laughs) It's it's kind of weird. (laughs) Well, at least it's not Elizabeth Warren. Okay. (laughs) So there you go. All right. I appreciate the call, man. I, I didn't really. Paid attention to that story. Wilma Mankiller, uh, who was a chief, I believe, uh, of, of some tribe, is on the back of the new quarters or some quarters. And uh, and there you go. I think most people right now are, are just worried about having quarters, you know, and having small change uh, uh, in this current economy. But that's actually, that's, uh, that's obviously a very politically correct story. But, you know, hey, hey, someday Alexandria Orifice Cortez will, will be on the back of a quarter. Again, if you could find a quarter at that point. 210-599-5555. You know what else about her that I just, and this came out a few weeks ago where she did that video where she's eating the chicken nugget. Why don't you freaking young people know how to eat, man? She just, God, that was gross. Remember she was talking James, and, and she had the chicken nugget pieces of it. She looked like the Jaws shark at the end of Jaws after it just munched on Quint. Yeah, There's like nah, bits nah, of the freaking nah, nah, chicken nugget hanging off her teeth while she's talking. It's a lot of teeth. She really, people who eat with their mouths open are just icky. And you see that a lot with young people today. And she's just another one. They need to go to finishing school like they in do. the old days. They do. Learn some damn manners. It called manners. I don't think we can call them manners. Uh, oh, that's that's misogyn. That's toxic, right? Man, non-binary right. nerds. Non-binary nerds. <laughs> we'll just call them nerds. Have some nerds, okay? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And I'm back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Well, I, I don't know what happened, but I when I when I began the show, I had 5,000 friends on Facebook. And I, I don't 
I don't do Twitter. I don't do Instagram. I only I'm I'm an old guy, and I I'm I'm just perfectly fine with Facebook. Yes, I know they're reading my thoughts, but Facebook is all I do, man. It's all I can handle. And when I began today's show, I had five thousand friends, but now. I have 4,999 friends, which means one friend dumped me. What did I do? What did I do? You can't just leave and not tell me what I did. How am I supposed to go on not knowing what it was that I did that sent you away from me? Actually, I don't really give a crap. If you're cool, hey, send me a friend request. <laughs> also, I keep, I you know, I keep, I, I keep, you know, vacillating. I said vacillating, and my mom once told me that made me go blind. I've been vacillating between uh, this new cartoon yourself app or whatever, where you paint yourself, and and you know, purposefully not doing it because I'm trying not to be such a narcissist. But a part of me wants to do it, too, because it looks cool. Just do it. Just like Natalie Imbruglia, man. I be torn, man. My ass is torn. Because everybody's doing it. i tell you what. I'll, I'll, it's called, What's it called? The Lenzo? I, I, I think it's know. called the Lenzo app. My stepdaughter looked it up for me. I'm, if I do it, I'm going to go from a. I'm going to give myself a D cup because I'm a C cup right now. I'm just going to, you know, I think there's an app where you can actually increase that just a little bit. You know what I mean? Make it look a little better. <laughs> See how the day goes. <laughs> Here's Jim. Jim, how are you? <laughs> well, I don't know if that last comment I'm too sure here, but uh, <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> These people I'd like to call, that caller an hour or so ago said you was homophobic or something. Uh, some of these nutcases, or, well, low IQ, whatever, right. throw this phobia stuff around. You're, you're this phobia, you're that right. phobia. Now, I can't speak for anybody else, but with me, they're confusing a phobia with a dis- extreme dislike. And there is a big, a big difference. Well, you know, but that's that's your your absolute or or let's let's just boil it down to a disagreement. Look at it from, the, from through the lens of I disagree with you. Well, since I don't have a counter argument to make into why you should agree with them, okay, it's it's one of two things. You're either afraid of me because you don't understand me, which is where the phobic thing comes in, or you hate me. You're just filled with hate. You know, and, and that these are the arguments of people who don't have a freaking argument. Exactly. And, you know, you want to call me a hater? Hell, I'm cool with that because, I don't know, maybe I am. What? You know? <laughs> I said, if they want to call me a hater, I'm cool with that because maybe <laughs> I am. I really don't care. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> All right, Jim, I, appreci- I appreciate the call, man. But, yeah, you know, even at that, you know, you phobic. It's, you're, free. you're just afraid. You're afraid of what you don't understand. Met a few queens in my time. Not a single one of them caused me fear. I'm just saying that. Wasn't afraid of any of them. You know, or or this this the one thing that I'm, I'm I am really tired of, and you you heard a lot of this in the Twitter thing since Elon did the Twitter dump. You know, nine a week ago now. That you're just you're filled with hatred. So much hate. They, they they sort of distilled anybody and everybody who disagrees with them into the the singular category of people who hate. There's hate everywhere. Twitter, Moby's, it's a cesspool of hate. Republicans are just brimming and frothing with freaking hatred. And yet, if you do disagree, if you mispronounce, if you mis you know, if you misgender somebody. Do you get love and tolerance and understanding back, or do you get hate? Were, were the left being loving and tolerant or hateful after the Roe v. Wade leak? You think anybody talks smack about Brittany Griner 
in any regards. The left are going to respond with freaking love and tolerance, or are they going to—they are the most hateful people. Oh my God, you people are so filled with hate. Conservative phobic. You could say really conservaphobic, and you hate conservative. You hate them. I'd be cool that they just freaking admit it and stop telling everybody else they're full of hate. You want to see a liberal that I'll half respect the liberal be that liberal will be the one guy who goes, Hey, I'm I, I hate you. <laughs> I'm filled with hate. Because I don't really understand you. But no, if you disagree, you're gonna hear a lot of this crap today with the Britney Griner stuff. Oh my god, I it, it's gonna it's coming. It's coming, baby. You know, the the any criticism of Britney Grimer uh Britney Grimer uh, for this former Marine who sits there and rots in a Russian jail and has since 2018, Paul Whelan. If you're critical of that, oh, it's because you just hate lesbians. Oh, you hate the LBGTQ community. Oh, my God. You're just seething and frothing and gurgling with hatred for black women lesbians. You wait. It's because you're 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 a white cisgender colonist, and you're worried about America being taken over by black NBA uh, black lesbian NBA players. You wait, <laughs> the day's young. <laughs> yeah, you know. In fact, I bet by the time I get into my damn car, I'll be hearing this stuff. Because that was a bad deal. I'm not saying she should have sat and rot in the jail. I think it was kind of baked into the cake that they were going to take her out. They're going to get her out at some point and release her. They wanted somebody for her. That's why they grabbed her, because she's high profile. And you know what? Because she is a black lesbian. We just traded one of the worst people on planet Earth for that check. You know, you can't, you're, not, you're telling me you could have negotiated for both? Hey, you really want this boot piece of crap? Give us Paul Whelan, too. Nah. Thanks to James, Elaine. Uh, 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 I just went blank in my mind. And Dennis Foley. <laughs> and Trey Ware. <laughs> Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.